Before we get to the podcast, a quick plea. If you're new to the show, if you're old to the show, if you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast, why not help the podcast by just going to iTunes and leaving a review? That takes 38 seconds. I timed it. At very least, it'll take 38 seconds. It could take up to four hours if you write a very finely tuned review that's insane and you're an insane person and you craft it that well that it takes four hours. You're insane. I don't know why you would do that. Don't do that. Just go to iTunes and leave a review. It, it can help hurt. It can help. It can't hurt. Uh, and I really appreciate it. But um, enough of this talking. Why don't we get to the show? It's that episode. Not that episode. Not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. I invite them into my own home. I put myself at risk. And uh, we watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap today. I'm very excited. My guest is James Dwyer. He might know from, I'm going to say it, legendary improv group, The Law Firm. And I can say that because I'm in it and I want it to be legendary. Welcome, James. Hey, how's it going, Craig? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm <clears throat> excited to watch what you're going to watch, what we're going to watch, because, I mean, I remember the show from when I was a kid, when yeah. we were kids. I assume we're similar age. What, what, how old are you? 27. 27. You're a couple years younger, and maybe that this was like a little bit, maybe this, I think you I might have been so- too old for this. I sort yeah. of missed it. I remember it starting and remember it being big, but I wasn't part of that wave. Yeah, I was right in the thick of it when it all happened. All part of the the toy swing that came in with it Christmas that year. Wow. Now, the show that we're talking about, what's the show that we're talking about? We are talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. This was, this this aired, I did a little bit of research, and there are a lot of words that I had forgotten about it, like Zords. Zords, putties, Rita Repulsa. Uh, Zed, Lord Zed. Lord Zed. I mean, later on in the movie, Ivan Ooze, but we're not talking about that today. And um, and Super Sentai, which is the show that it's based on. Right, correct. Uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get no, to all We're not that. there yet. But you said before we got on the mic that you're mildly obsessed with this episode of television. Yeah, I mean, as a pilot, it's the pilot, uh, Day of the Dumpster. Day of the Dumpster. And... Um, it's funny to me that oh, I don't even want to ruin her. I think there's just so many questions that this pilot begs that no one chose to answer. Well, don't feel like you need to not spoil anything because I, <laughs> I'm not like, oh my god. I mean, I guess maybe if you want me to be surprised at, at some aspects. Well, like, just like the title of the episode, the way it comes about is so arbitrary and right. never means anything. For it's great. You'll once you realize why it's the title, it's great. Um, now, this show aired in 1993. This mm-hmm. episode aired, I think, in 1993. In America. The, in as America. As Power Rangers. As Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but it's based on a Japanese television show called Super Sentai or something like that. Right. They it's just, not even just based on it. No, they took scenes from that show, chopped it up, shot a few American scenes, and then said it was a show. It's pre- Which is pretty brilliant, because yeah. basically what they do is it's about... I think five teenagers mm-hmm. that morph into Power Rangers who are superheroes. Yes. But whenever they're in costume, that's from the Japanese television show. All the fights and stuff have been filmed for a totally different TV show yeah. in a different country. Yeah. Like, I mean, people with maybe not even the exact same body types are in these bodysuits right. <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> Uh, it's great. Yeah, it must have been like a really low budget production. In hindsight, they probably made no money off of this. And well, here's the thing: is this is created there? I think there are 20 different iterations of Power I, Rangers. I, so. I saw that on Netflix. It's, it's really insane. It's crazy. So this is like each season is a new version, right? Exactly. So that means that I think the guy who created his name is Sabin or yeah, something. That sounds familiar. Because yeah. I think they show that at the end of the thing. He's mm-hmm. probably. Richer than God. Oh, he must be. Or like he just is constantly every single year screwing up his life. Right. And he's like, we got to make another one. <laughs> yeah, he's just somehow he hasn't made any money off of anyone. And he's yeah. always under the gun from uh, uh, bookies that he owes yeah, money no, to. He owes lots of bookies. The, every different season is just him trying to pay back some more uh, Come bookies. on. I, I got one more into the pipe. Oh, uh, um, uh, Zaidi Vorfin, Fangers. Oh, yeah. Put it, put it on TV. Um, now... How big of a fan were you when this existed as I mean, a current television An show? embarrassing fan to the point where I remember 
very specific moments of like I have very specific memories of just me watching television watching these episodes like i remember there was when you're saying you have specific memories not of what was on tv no. but you have specific memories of watching the tv yeah i have very fond memories very specific memories of me sitting in front of the television watching this that's what now what differentiates one memory from the next memory uh usually things like this episode was aired like there's an episode that was aired on a friday night during tjf and i remember it was like a two-parter and I think it was in the like the pre. It was either when it first debuted, or it was like the pretext to the movie being released. Mm-hmm. I remember like, oh, this is a big Friday night event. Wow, like the biggest Friday night event of my life, my young life. At that point. And would you watch this by yourself with family, with friends? Or? Um, my oh, by, completely by myself. Yeah, yeah, very much by myself. <laughs> We would all then talk about it at school. I actually don't ever remember watching a single episode with another human being. Isn't that somehow comforting? (laughs) (laughs) Like there was no shared experience really except like us talking about – maybe that's why I remember it so vividly because the next day you'd be like – yeah, man, could you remember you remember what Tommy did? He just swooped in there. And that, that also makes you feel like you're not crazy for liking it, that other people, you're like, oh my God, that person also yeah. sat at home by themselves and watched it. Oh, even now that I think about it, when I think about, like, I like that show, I really just think, like, oh, we would all talk about, like, who we were. Oh, yeah. And who- then be like, so, like, I guess, like, everybody was either the Red Ranger, if they were a white boy, uh-huh. <laughs> or, or Tommy. Everyone would be Tommy in later seasons doesn't appear in this episode now tommy if i'm correct is the green ranger green ranger would later become the white man ranger the white man <laughs> ranger he became the white ranger and i remember i was a, i guess like a little bit too old for it but i remember that was a big deal like that was a big oh yeah thing. it was a big deal suddenly there's a six man he's in the mix he's got he's kind of kind of coming in and like saving the day every time he's their little extra weapon now who were you when you were you the red ranger oh, i was tommy the green ranger okay because i was identified as an irish boy irish heritage boy and a leader was he a leader yeah and i was not so i wanted to be a leader you know things like i kind of projected it all onto tommy and were you was there a thing of like fighting at school too like oh yeah you'd go like out on the playground and be like okay now i'm in my sword like it was always we're like okay then we combine all the weapons and we make one big weapon Mostly it just revolved around weapons and destruction. Right, which is uh, some, a little bit of the, um, according to Wikipedia, the controversy that surrounded this being a... Yeah, it was like a lot of high-energy explosives and things like that in the show. Which is Nobody cool, ever, man. like, was, there was never blood or anything, but, like, I don't know, people had to die. There was people, lots of The putties definitely crushed. disappeared. Yeah. It's sort of video game like that. Weren't they like the bad guys would like shake and then disappear? Oh yeah, they would shake, then twirl around once, fall on the ground, and a big puff of smoke would happen. I'm gonna sneeze. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah this, go for it. No, but this is one of those long, prolonged ones that <laughs> it's just it gonna, takes five minutes, and I'm it's, I mean, gonna I'm not gonna forget sneeze. about it. And then it happens. Yeah. Oh, that's such a oh, the, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, for the next hour I'm gonna be so disappointed because I couldn't get that sneeze out. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> This is your fault. This is my fault. I'm real sorry. Oh, I'm re- when you're a kid, any sneezes that you remember from when you... No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, we could, yeah, we could go on forever. We could that. go on forever about, oh. <laughs> about oh. sneezes. Um, and this show, you've said that you've watched this show uh, also before we got on the mic, before you, you've watched this more as an adult than as a child. Yeah, well, this episode in particular... <laughs> I sneezed. There we go. Oh. I hate to admit this, but I went through this phase where maybe I went a little crazy... I don't hate to admit this. Who am I fucking kidding? Uh, that I started writing an episode of Power Rangers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just, like, I was writing it. And then, like, I was mostly finished with a full episode before I, like, just, like, woke up. And, like, want, you know, like, how did I get here? Now, how, who, when was this? This is, like, a year ago. And what were you writing for yourself or for? For myself. Like, I was like, maybe I'll do something with this. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, realized, like, I just wasted a lot of time writing an episode of Power Rangers. What was the plot of that episode? I mean, basically, it was just, like, blowing out all the trope. It was more parody than anything. parody of Power Rangers. But also, it was very true to the original, I'd say. Dude. Well, bring it out. Grab that out of the drawer. and Yeah, I should send that over to Fox Kids now. Do it. Put it up on stage. Yeah. People will love that. I mean, it'd be great. It's also would be expensive to produce on my own. Which is totally worthwhile. 
Well, I don't know. I, I did this show with my friend Rory called Dog Fleet like two right. or three years ago, which was like supposed to be an afternoon special dog show or uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a parody of that. And then only recently, like six months ago, Rory got an email from a Canadian teacher in <laughs> Canada, of course. <laughs> He's like, I want to buy the rights for this play to perform with high school kids. That's amazing. And we haven't gotten the tape yet. It's been this whole saga, but they performed it at a high school. <laughs> Are they unwilling to release the tape? Or they they sent it in a flash drive to Rory in just an envelope, and, <laughs> and the envelope ripped in half. So and the and the, the check, which is more money than we'll ever make on Dog Fleet, <laughs> ever, uh, also got ripped. But <laughs> but. Uh, but the the sh- it's totally inappropriate. Yeah, and the show that we wrote. I well, mean, the thing I wrote is insane. I mean, it's really just. <laughs> it would be. I would never imagine a kid watching what I wrote. Basically, what's one aspect? Like, give me one little taste of the story that you wrote. In the story that I wrote, uh, Rita Repulsa is expelled to the moon uh-huh. um, because she's too ugly by the standards of '90s beauty. Uh huh. Um, so that's why she lives on the moon. Um, and she just mostly like screams obscenities from the moon at, uh, what's his name? The big face, uh, um, Zordon Zordon. And that, so that's basically, I mean, Rita repulses in this one. So this is, that's, that's what I believe to be the subtext that's never spoken of. In you this basically show. Yeah. just said, Sabin, this is what you're saying. Yeah. Why is she so angry all the time? Her name's Rita Repulsa. What Why the does hell? she live the on one, the moon? Yeah, the biggest female character in the show is named Rita Repulsa. That's and she terrible. lives on the moon and she lives in a dumpster. Now what's uh we're not going to see Lord Zed in this episode, but Lord Zed is the bad guy in season 2. What's his subtext? <sighs> Lord Zed, I don't know. He just looks like a guy who had his skin ripped off. Yeah. Uh, I never really go deep into the Lord Said's backstory, unfortunately. He sort of looks like uh, Venom or, or Carnage. Uh, yeah, he just looks like a... Thi- I remember growing up, I had a Lord Said plush doll. Ugh. It was pretty creepy, actually, yeah. But that's, um, that's it was prominently displayed on my bed. Now, for someone who's never seen this episode, I don't think I have, I assume, anything that I should be looking out for before we watch uh, Day of the Dumpster? I mean, just like think about... All the questions this episode of television raises. Oh my god, there are so many assumptions made by like the the universe that they create uh, that we're just supposed to buy into that I love. I don't. I don't even want to get too specific. I, I, well, we're gonna watch it right now. We'll get back and we'll get very specific. Oh yeah, let's go check out. Let's say it together, Mighty Morphin, Morphin Power, Power Rangers, Rangers Day, Day of, of the, the Dumpster. dumpster. Welcome, human. So who are you? Like, what are you? I am Zordon, an interdimensional being caught in a time warp. And my name is Alpha Five. Excuse me, but will like somebody come back to Earth and pick me up? Because I am totally confused. It's quite simple, my dear. This planet is under attack, and I have brought you here to save it. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> ah, a non-believer. Look behind you at the viewing globe. Your doubts will be answered in the images you see. This is Rita Repulsa, an intergalactic sorceress who is bent on controlling the universe. With her henchmen and buddy patrollers, she plans to conquer Earth. What does all of this have to do with us? You've been chosen to form an elite team to battle Rita. Each of you will be given access to extraordinary powers drawn from the ancient creatures you call dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? Behold! The keys to your power. Whoa. What are these? Those are your power morphers. When in danger, raise them to the sky, calling the name of your dinosaur, and you will morph into a formidable fighting force known to one and all as the Power Rangers. Morph? Metamorphosis. That means to change. All right. We're just uh, watching the the, uh, credits for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. It was... uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, I can 100% understand why this was a gigantic children's show. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, they literally, almost in the exposition, admit they're piling on things that children would probably like. Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah. It's... it's And the end is just a huge fight that's just 
cool. I mean, yeah. it, you know, now it looks super cheesy, and it's obviously no, but there's sparks, a Godzilla ripoff, but there are a lot of sparks. And yeah, sparks. lots of sparks from skin to metal contact, skin to metal contact between a five part robot that is a combination of metal dinosaurs filled with people. Uh, fighting a bear wolf hybrid that uh, I don't <laughs> yeah, know has what wings, is, that has wings uh, that has a make, big gold suit <clears throat> doesn't uh, make any sense gets large at will and then disappears whenever he feels like it yes uh, so that's a pretty fair battle <laughs> yeah. um, so this show the opening of this show is oh. unreal how <laughs> they don't even try to explain. I mean, I guess it is explained. I mean, they just... No, they it's explained to- by saying, like, two astronauts happen to be on the moon. We never see them ever again for the rest of the show. They say, look, a space dumpster. And they're on the moon. There's gravity, like 9.8 millime- millimeters per second? Yeah. Meters per they second. They run on the moon. They run on the moon regular. As There's the also Earth. just an American space shuttle in the background behind them, rested perfectly on the moon's surface. And we know in 93, that's not what... Life no, was no, like no. life was different in nineteen ninety. Life was different in nineteen ninety three, twenty one years ago. But um, they they come upon what they call a space dumpster, which is a uh, looks like a sewer grate. Or yeah, it looks grate. like something out of like Super Mario, but they put a lid on it. Basically. A lid on it with a red crystal in the middle, and they open it. And they all immediately know how to open it too. They know how to open this questionable mysterious thing that they dub a space dumpster and they open it and rita repulsa yes and her lackeys and her goons come out and she says it's been ten thousand years that she's been in there right she's been in a space dumpster for ten thousand years we don't know why or who put her there maybe she put herself there maybe she doesn't respect herself i don't know maybe she doesn't but at the same time we don't care because she is scary and she's got multiple monsters that are scary. Right. She's got like some kind of pointy bra on at all times. She's got a wand with magic in it. Yep. And she's ugly as far as we're told. So. She's ca- and then <clears throat> then we we rush back to Earth. We come back to Earth and we meet the five human beings that become the Power Rangers. And they're all teenagers from Angel Grove. Yep. Angel Grove. They're at the Youth Center. And the Youth Center is... Yeah, I like that it's called I it was called the Jim and Juice Bar, which I oh, yeah. I don't know, but 90 that was 93. a little that was 93, so right after Doggy Style came out, that's Gin and Juice. So I'm just saying maybe that's a reference to Snoop Dogg. Well, I think there's a lot of covert uh attempts to just screw with children in this TV show, so very you, possible. I mean, there's a lot of um blatant race stuff that they throw in there oh yeah the, the, the yellow ranger the yellow the yellow ranger is a japanese girl yeah the, the black, black ranger, ranger is a black guy when he goes to fight a putty for the first time the first thing he does is do a little hip-hop dance like it's like and every time like they show him they break, break down oh, oh man not break dancing but like the thing that leads up to the break dance like that, that part that like everybody can do yeah which um, is like oh it looks like maybe he could also do capoeira or something right i now. mean hey if he did capoeira listen, I would, we'd be talking about it still we if we wouldn't we'd get straight if capoeira happened in this episode that'd be the first thing we mentioned what is Capoeira, if you had to explain what that is to human beings. If I had to explain capoeira to a human being, I'd say uh, it's uh, dancing around like you're going to hurt each other, right? but not really doing it. And sort of backing off. Yeah, it's like a threat dance. Threat dance. Yeah. That's threat a perfect way to <laughs> explain capoeira. Yeah. I'm sure if the capoeira heads who are listening are like, that's not what capoeira well, all those is. Well, as capoeira heads, you want to you talk about what it is, go on the internet, do your own thing, Tweet tell us. us. Do Tweet. what you got to do. Hashtag capoeira, th- the hashtag threat dance. Yeah. Always hashtag it threat dance, please, or we won't know what you're talking about. Because I'm going to be searching a hashtag threat dance every day. Mm-hmm. And if I see a hashtag threat dance, I'm going to bookmark it. Nice. And right. Maybe we'll get that. Uh, hashtag threat dance. Let's get it going. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so there is some race stuff in there. But the, it, what I like is that they have this sort of thing where they show the, the youth, whatever it's called, the gym and juice bar, the uh, youth not Ernie, Ernie's Youth Center. The Youth Center. And the Youth Hostel where they all work out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just 
for karate. Like that, it's like that's the given. There's karate, and then there's one balance beam for the Pink Ranger. <laughs> did you have a youth center in your town? No, I don't know what this is. Like, did you? We, you know, they made a youth center in our town, but I, I, I What's there? it was never popular. I went there once, and there was like, I think there was like a pool table and like a TV, and it was like supposed to be. I, the idea of a youth center is could be cool. You know right. what I mean? Like if it was like this. Yeah, it looks cool. If there were like all these good looking people doing karate, I'd be there. That's where all the good looking people go, except for Balkan Skull. Oh, and Balkan Skull <laughs> come in and oh so so all the all the five teenagers are doing their um karate stuff. The red one is obviously sort of the the best karate right. guy. Right. And then well, the Blue Ranger just has no confidence in himself He's whatsoever. He's Alberto. He's just a guy. He looks like a thirty-five-year-old guy who they just put on glasses on. And yeah, like, he's in, and, and someone's overalls. dad showed up on set one day, and they're just like, "We need a new Blue Ranger." He's like, "Yeah, I can do it. Just yeah, give I was me some dropping glasses. my son off to school." But sure. Um, but then Bulk and Skull, who are I'd say the comic relief. Yeah. Um, oh. come in and they hit on the two ladies in the group. Tiffany, I don't know, is that her name? I made that up. I can't even. Kimberly T- and Trini. Kimberly and, and Trini. Kimberly and Trini, and they are not interested. The girls aren't interested. <laughs> and then Bulk and Skull, who's one is a jo- a big boy, and the other one's a the one's skinny, a skinny boy. man. It's like skinny little boy, big boy. They lunge at them as if they're going to beat up the girls, <laughs> and the girls like. Capoeira them into the into yeah the in a slow motion flip ensues, but also no one ever addresses the fact that these two boys were going to assault two women. Yeah, like it's part of normal life there. They just reacted like, oh. yeah, Bulk and Skull are just women beaters. Yeah, Bulk and Skull Skull have beaten women senselessly for years. I'm going to call that. Center. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm going to say it proud. And I would say to you that, mm-hmm. and I would, if anybody's listening is very into Bulk and Skull, uh, Jeff Rubin uh, has a podcast called Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show, and he has the guys who play Bulk and Skull. And I won't ruin it for you. I'll just <laughs> say that it is unbelievable. All I'll say is that they, first of all, Good for them for they've been on this show by the way like on and off for twenty years like they're still they're I the think, most involved. consistent characters they're the think. most consistent yeah. characters but they the but way now they, they are men that are in a children's show and and the way they talk about it is just sort of like you know like bulk you know does uh, does like Shakespeare on the side and stuff oh, and all amazing. this thing but you know it, it, it's just it's just very listenable <laughs> I'll just say that yeah. Um, and uh, but they're the most obnoxious characters in the world. Yeah, especially like is Skull is the skinny one, right? Bulk is the big boy. Yeah, Bulk is a big boy. Skull, skinny little dude. He his whole thing is to just like is like basically be a rat human. Like the way he has like, to react, yeah! La- laugh Ooh. like that, and, like chew and like. Nyum, nyum. I don't know if you can, yeah. but no, just my- constant like nyum, mouth nyum, noises nyum. into a microphone. Nyum, 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 nyum. And it's just, and he's got like one of those big dangly earrings, and mm-hmm. ugh, and like it's really. I think it probably gets even more. Uh, uh, it goes gets more like this as the show goes on, but there's sound effects when they're doing stuff, and it's nodding it's like, their heads like. like yeah, it's like Three Stooges, but two of them, and not nearly as <laughs> impressive as the Three Stooges. No, and even in in the first ten minutes of that show, they managed to fit in three different. Like uh, Pratt Falls. Yeah, they fell. They fell when uh, when they, they were, were assaulting beat the women. women. Then uh, what, they're in a class with the Red Ranger before he's a Red Ranger, and uh, they try to show him a roundhouse kick, and Bulk falls down. Mm-hmm. And then this is the part where Rita Repulsa uh, attacks the Earth. There's an earthquake, and and one of the Rangers is like, "I don't." Something tells me that's not an earthquake, which what? doesn't make it. That yeah. doesn't make, this is before they have powers. This is before they know also, about a moon. Like, what is Rita, does Rita? What does she do that causes earthquakes? Like what is that? And it's not an earthquake. No, something no. Tells you it's not an earthquake. There's something that's telling you this whole time it's not an earthquake. So what is she doing that makes something feel like a earthquake, but not quite like an earthquake? Yeah, you're just like I know I've been through an earthquake before, but oh boy, this is a little bit different than it's usual. Slightly different. Um, and then when that happens, uh, a uh, restaurateur at the youth hostel uh, <laughs> drops sm- smoothies and drinks on bulk. Yeah. So just right before it gets real serious, 
Let's drop some smoothies. It gets real funny before it gets real serious. So then this is where the show... I mean... This is where they make a lot happen in one minute. Yeah, so... They get transported via colored balls. Yeah, they turn into beams of prisms of light. And they travel to an undisclosed location in an undisclosed building that looks futuristic. There is a man with a... There's a face. There's a floating face in a jar. He is uh, trapped between... He's an interdimensional being trapped in time. Trapped in a time warp, Time warp, yeah. Which doesn't make sense. No. Not at all. Um, but I like it. Yeah. I'm I like board. interdimensional stuff. I like time warps. And he's accompanied by a bumbling, like, C-3PO type yeah. robot. Like if C-3PO... No, wait, is it? Yeah, C-3PO. Basically, like, if C-3PO had, like, a reject sibling that they threw away, yes. this is what uh, Alpha 5 is. Ooh, I didn't know his name. Alpha 5, yeah. And uh, Zordon makes a joke. He goes, we need to fight Rita Repulsa. We need over-emotional, over... Yeah, over-emotional. In the the opening credits, it always says five teenagers with attitude. But he says over-emotional and like self-absorbed or something. And and then Alpha Phi is like, you mean teenagers? No, not teenagers. And then just does it. And then just gets the five people to come. How does it... Does there like... Do they have a like a database of teenagers that he just can rifle through? Well, I think in this world, Angel Grove is the only town that exists. <laughs> like, there's no other... There, it has to be. The n- news isn't covering what's going on in Angel Grove, even. It just happens. It's so self-encapsulated <laughs> that it has Everything to be. does happen there. Everything happens in Angel Grove. Uh, it, wait, well, in the movie, question. though, it break, branches out, I believe. To the world? I believe, yeah. I have news. Have you... You watched the movie? Oh, yeah. I in the news. theater? Yes, definitely. Um, I can't remember much of it, but we'll see. Yeah. And well, I was going to say, have any of the, I mean, maybe you don't know this, uh, but any of the Power Rangers, that's pretty big to be in a major motion picture. Did any of them break out of the Power Rangers world? I mean, as actors? As actors. I, well, I mean, Kimberly is kind of famous for like doing like, I remember she did like a Lifetime original movie. She's sort of famous for doing, nobody's sort of famous for doing Oh, uh, she's like really well known for all that one Lifetime original movie she right, did. Right, uh, Unless I'm making that up. No, that's real. I'm pretty sure. But she also though, and I'm not, I think she's famous for having an eating disorder or being, oh. I know, so I hate that I brought this up, <laughs> or for having been in a movie where there was, that happened. <laughs> Life or the other, yeah. So well, I assume that everybody involved in this has an eating disorder. That that I of some kind, yeah. Given. Like that, you um, you don't get to be a uh, Red Ranger down stacker pills every day, probably. Yeah, he does that, and he takes horny goat weed all the time <laughs> from from gas stations. Yep, he buys that. He buys some stingers, some poppers, and some. Yeah, uh, they all got major problems of some sort. Yeah. I mean, they're probably living good lives and have families. So. I don't know why, but I was Google searching. I don't know what led me to this, but I was Google searching. Oh, I think it must have been Jeff's podcast because I want to see more Vulcan <laughs> Skull stuff. But I found all these things of uh, of the my, the Power Rangers at like Comic Cons or, or oh like, really or like I guess you know, some at, of them or they might have stuff. their own Power Ranger cons or whatever. But one of the Guys who voiced a bad guy or something quoted L. Ron Hubbard in his. Uh, no, they're like uh, the, some of the audience was like, "Can you name your fame favorite quotes?" You know, like <clears throat> which might be the worst question in the world. Name your favorite <laughs> quotes. So they're all quoting like you know oh. Shakespeare or whatever, or, you know uh, Muhammad Ali, and then he quotes. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard about friends and everybody's like, oh, and nobody like checked themselves for a second. They didn't check themselves before they wrecked themselves. I could see that. I could see that being this being a vehicle for Scientology, maybe. Oh yeah, in a weird way. Like these, they turn into these weird spirit beings. Like Rita is this awful, like dirty element of like humanity that like is causing everyone stress. They need to have the stress purged. We're saying it here. It's uh yeah, it's this a vehicle a for Scientology, most it's definitely. A, it's a tool. Yeah. Um so once the the Rangers are taken to this 
nondescript location and told they're told that you now have magic belts. Yes. When you look at the belt and say the dinosaur on the belt, you will turn into a super ninja right. fighter. You have unexplained specifically you have now have dinosaur power. Oh I yeah, yeah. Is a which phrase to me is very arbitrary. But this show is why it's genius is it throws together so many things that kids like. Dinosaurs, mech warriors, uh, transformers. Transformers. Weapons. Uh, karate. Karate, big time in the 90s. Um, oh, my God. Everything. A robot, like weird. Uh, well, I don't know about the weird Wizard of Oz element. I don't know if kids really like that. Kids love Wizard of Oz. Kids are so big about Wizard of Oz. That's who it's for. They got all the Wizard of Oz toys. They're always talking about it because all the kids started all those theories about that man who hung himself in the background. Of it Wizard wasn't Oz. a man. What? It wasn't a man. It was fake. It was a. It was a dwarf. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't a man. <laughs> it wasn't a man. I'm sorry, guys. That's a joke, and we make jokes here sometimes. Sometimes the jokes. Um, are meant to single a specific type of person out. Hey, listen, <laughs> Power Rangers did it first by making You're right. those the, Ooh, the yeah. Rangers. Yeah. yeah, in their world that's okay. Not in my world. No, that was a world for that was a joke just for Angel Grove City. Exactly, because they're the ones who would laugh at it. And if you're laughing at Ugh. it, you're an Angel Grove. Go suck an egg. Yeah, that's some kind of hack Angel Grove City joke. But God. <laughs> God. anyway. Ugh. Anyway, the first the the well, I was surprised the Power Rangers they didn't act as surprised as I would have if I no. was if I was taken to a nondescript location. If you suddenly also turned into a light column and just transported to a place, but I give them credit because they did not immediately agree to be Power Rangers. Right? They're like, no way, no, dude, I don't want to do that. And uh, they so they leave the. Um, the nondescript location and they're walking and they're like, why? I wish he would have sent us somewhere, right. which I agree with. He should have. That's just regular hospitality. Yeah. No, I mean, Zordon's a jerk. He doesn't care, you know, where you're staying, how you get home. Um, and then as they're walking out, um, uh, Rita Rudner's uh, putty. Um, yeah. She has a little uh, easy bake oven that she throws putties into. And then they just are transported to earth. And uh, these putties are are basically henchmen fighters that fight them, and the Power right, Rangers like a foot soldier from Ninja Turtles. Exactly. Again, a Ninja Turtle thing they stole from the Ninja Turtles as well, and uh, and they the Power Rangers can't fight without their powers, so they they uh, they steal they use the Dinobot yeah. power. There's also that moment where they they're talking about the Morphers, and it's a, and it's a, and then you can metamorphosize into a Power Ranger. And there's someone asks, metamorphosize. And Kimberly just says, it means you change. Yeah, that's oh, great. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess kids might not understand it. But yeah, Maybe the word morph wasn't huge before Morph and Power Rangers. I guess not. Animorphs didn't really exist yet either, the books, young adult book series. Here's my, I'm going to say, maybe. I'm going to throw this out there. This could be totally there. not true. Yeah. But... I'm going to say who I think popularized morphing. Who? Michael Jackson, the black and white video. <laughs> Remember the end? Yes. That is amazing. That's when morphing got really big. Yeah. Because he changes. What year was that? That was. It's black. It's he's white. white. And that was probably. My guess faces. is 91. I'm going yeah. to look that up. Um, but he. Uh, and that's. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson paved the way for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. A lot of people are Was saying that it. John Landis who directed that? All uh, right. You're asking the wrong person. Um, Michael <laughs> Jackson. I'm looking it up. Black <laughs> or white? This is from. You're not going to get the results you want. Just searching that. Here we go. I, I, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it says both. Uh, that was released November 11th, 1991. Oh, wow. I yeah. was right. And the, let's see, the video, uh, music video is directed by, it featured Macaulay Culkin, Tess Harper. Right. The video was directed by John, John Landis. Landis. The first few minutes, oh, and this had, do you remember, were you were you aware when this, yeah. when this came out? Yeah. 
I remember the video, like it was just the faces, right? Huge. Well, it yeah. was also like they. I think it was after maybe it was after shows like on Fox. They're like, we're going to premiere this. Oh, really? And maybe yeah, it was on this. like an After Living Color or something. But it was gigantic. And the end of the video, the original ending of the video, has him smashing up a car. Do you remember that? No. That says racist words on it. <laughs> And then that gets banned. That got banned because of that part. I think so. Let's let me wow. read what the just because of the words or like or like what were people so? Let's let's see. At the end of the song, controversy and censorship. Wait, no. First, I'm going to say at the end of the song, different people, including model Tyra Banks, dance as they morph <laughs> into one another, shown as talking heads. This technique previously executed without digital assistance in the godly and cream video for cry known as morphing had been previously used only in films such as willow and terminator 2 the morphing visual effects were so that was the okay so that was, was when it became mainstream although terminator 2 is pretty mainstream yes. but i guess it wasn't known for the morphing really it was more it was more known for those liquid like that yeah that's i, I he does morph he does at the end he morphs into every character that it was when he was th- when he's thrown into the right lava. that's right um, and we see him, we see him morph into, uh, the helicopter pilot and some, anyway, so, uh, the controversy for black and white was generated concerning the last four minutes of the original music video. It's four minutes of this, this four minutes, <laughs> Jackson walks out of the studio as a black Panther, as a actual, That's why bla- people freaked out, actual black Panther, and then morphs, morphs into himself then he walks outside to perform some of his most physically complicated dance techniques, similar way to Billie Jean. This scene is very similar to the commercial, blah, blah, blah. This part, this part contained sexually suggestive scenes where Jackson starts to grab his crotch. Then he zips his pants up. In the original version, Jackson is seen smashing windows, destroying a car, and causing an inn to explode. <laughs> um, but there was digital... There was graffiti you said causing an inn to yeah, explode? Yeah, it said an inn. <laughs> Uh, but they're He's smashing a car in this inn next door is just so fuming over the whole thing. But here's the thing is he was smashing things that said N-word go home, uh, re- something with references to 666 and KKK rules, uh, one that says uh, a-, a Mexican slur and uh, a Hitler lives with a swastika. Mm, so the car was racism. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't racism just a car? I didn't say it, but I agree with it. <laughs> anyway, I'm t- I'm just trying to teach you because no, I know you're I, a little bit. Younger. I'm learning. I'm a little a baby by some estimations. Um, yeah, I mean by most. But that was uh, th- I'm so I'm saying it here that that music video influences in many ways because it influenced the morphing and the racism. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can see a lot of it in the show itself. I yes. mean, in some ways. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is a response to the video because you do have this obvious racism in Power right. Rangers, and it's almost as if uh, Sabin is that, that's the Heim Sabin. Heim, Heim Sabin is almost, no, not Hyman Sabin. <laughs> yeah, Heim uh, Hyman, whatever. But like Hyman Sabin, he's just like saying, you know what, Michael Jackson, this is what I think. This is what I think. And um, so yeah, Power Rangers is just a vehicle for racism and um, Scientology. And Scientology, yes. Um, and. Uh, I think we left off at the putty at the putties. Yes, the putty scene. So like they're fighting these putties, and uh, then what happens is one at a time, each of them gets thrown onto a pile of each other. Uh, yes, until they're finally like, we have to morph. We can't. We can't do it. And they morph, and they. This is where it cuts to the Japanese television show, right? And there's the quick, quick justification of send them to Angel Grove City. So oh, that we right. can use the Japanese footage, which was clearly not shot in the same location. It was shot in a metropolis. Yes. So they're fighting on a rooftop, these putties, and then they beat them all up. Oh, yeah. They beat these putties into putty, if I do, do yeah. say so. <laughs> and then, and then uh, they then... Uh, Rita Repulsa th- uh, th- sends throws her scepter from the moon into the earth, right? Which is hey uh, NFL should become Colin because we next got a Tom new Brady PB. over here, John next, Elway. Next John Brelmay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
and then this giant monster comes, and then this is where they know to call their what would it, what's it called? Dinos? Uh, Zords. 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 Yeah, there's Zords. Anyway, and the guy's name is Zordon. His name is Zordon. They're called Zords. So I don't know if it's just like an ego thing for him. He's just like, did he create these? Where do they come from? Is it just he, it's just generic dinosaur power? Is all we know for sure. Yes, and they they are robot dinosaurs, in fact. Right. So they're also, I guess, dinosaur power includes uh, robotics that we don't know about. Maybe in the interdimensional time warp that Zordon's in, there's robotics that dinosaurs Probably. because he's in a time. Warp. He's specifically so he's stuck linked, in the warp. He's linked dinosaurs to futuristic robots through the time warp. Right. So now this robotics is probably it. hundreds, thousands of years in the future. These dinosaurs, millions of years in the past. If you believe that sort of thing. I mean, you know, if you're like ready to jump on board, go see somebody now. They can hook you up. You can get on board Scientology. But like this is a really a big part of Scientology. Yes. Also, I believe. Uh, I don't know, but I agree. And... um and now they're in the Zords. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Zords. Zords is a pretty weak. So for you, when you hear Zord, you just, that's normal for you now. Yeah, I know. You know. But when I hear Zord, I'm like, Zord? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> now they're in these Zords, which is also a ripoff of, uh, what did we decide? Like Transformer Voltron. Transformer and Voltron. Yeah. And then they, they morph into a big Mechazord. First, it's like a weird little tank on wheels. There's also never a wide shot that gives you a sense of perspective. It's just like this constant... It's always the same shot of this thing rolling on the ground. It's a Uh, toy shot by a very small camera. Yeah. Use a special tiny camera to make sure it looks big. The tinier the camera, the the bigger bigger it'll look. Yes. So, yeah, and then it just turns into a Zord. See, when you say it, you're like, yeah, it turns into a Zord. Megazord. It turns into a Megazord. Yeah, when you say Megazord, you, that's normal to you. When, I, oh, when yeah. I say Megazord, I'm like, Zord? Are you kidding me? Zord? No, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I get it. I, I totally jump on board immediately. You know I, what they I, were going to do? They're like, what should we call it? And they're like, well, let's just use a word. And they're like, word? Let's put a Z instead of a W. <laughs> Zord. Like, solved. Problem solved. We need a word. Wait, did you say Zord? No, I said word. Because Zord would be perfect. Because Zord would be the perfect Zord. I mean word. (laughs) I mean word. I'm sorry. Yeah. So we need another Zord. Word. Word. Oh, gosh. And it just stuck there and they had to use it. Yeah. And that's when it, that's how they did it. Yeah. I'm Sabin. Sabin did it. Yeah. Sabin pushed it too. He uh, Sabined the situation. That's what Sabining is. Oh, boy. Um, That was a real Angel Grove City joke right there. Yeah. That was a real Balkan skull moment. Um, (laughs) And they end up defeating. Well, they, no. Here's the other thing. They they and they they speak to it in the thing. Oh. We're like, how do they know how to drive this giant robot? Right. They're inside of it. All the like, how, how is that humanly possible? And then and a cutaway to the machine. You just hear the voiceover go like, <laughs> it's just Billy specifically. It's says Billy it. being like, I can. I'm dri- I'm driving the machine. It comes so naturally. That's all he says. That's the only explanation. Every time there's a huge glaring logical error, there is usually one line of voiceover that just is just jammed in there to explain it. So they're geniuses. You know? they, but the, the the thing is, they are like they are. it is amazing. Like as soon as you start to be like, what? They're just like. Oh, it's easy. But that's for kids. Yes. When you watch all of these old kids shows, you're like, there's no – everything just happens. There's zero explanation. But it's like kids don't want that. They don't want they that just, at all. They don't want that at all. They no. want it to be like, oh, th- that girl wears pink. Now she's a pink fighter. Now she knows karate really well and she beats up putties. Right. They don't know that – like why Rita Repulsa was living in a dumpster for 10,000 years. But the fact that she was in a dumpster, she must not be good. She's not something we want. That's why that whenever they see a real person living in a dumpster, they're like, oh, that's a bad person without a story. Yeah. And they're always calling the police saying, we need to get the police here and put this person in jail. They don't deserve a good life. Yeah. They say they call the police and say, we need the police here. Right here at this spot where I am. I'm, I'm trying to hang out by a dumpster. Nonchalant. Be cool. But yeah, this is my my cool spot where I hang out by the dumpster, and there's a dumpster person in there. So it's making me uncomfortable. And I don't, I don't like want to talk to them or confront them because they're subhuman. Exactly. End scene. <laughs> um, but then one of the other things that they don't know, like that, is your explanation is like they're fighting this guy, uh, this big monster. They aren't beating it up, and they're like, 
sword time or something. Yeah, when they're just they keep saying our do- it's doing nothing to him. So they're like out of nowhere. There's suddenly a power sword, right? Power and sword. it comes from the sky and just jams itself into the ground full of electricity. And they pick up the sword and the monster just runs it away. It just runs away. They don't even use it. He literally just flashes out of existence. And then they cut to the end is them in Zordon's time palace or whatever. Yeah. Nondescript location. Which just and- is like a black drape surrounding a room with Christmas lights. In. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, that was cool, right? Was, how does it end? They're just like... Yeah, they're just like, whoa, that was awesome. Like... They're like, we did it. We defeated... Like, didn't defeat it. And if this was real, this would be an international crisis Incident. because um, You a maybe monster... killed an alien that we could have, like, tried to, connect, like, speak to. And there are these unexplained earthquakes coming from the moon. We there still don't know about scepters the earthquakes. flying from the moon. Yeah, there's putty things that just show up, and the way you defeat them is that you fight them till they run away, I guess. So there's That's never explained. I, I, I mean... Maybe that's all answered in the movie. I don't know. You saw Save the it for Ivan Ooze. Yeah, well, Ivan Ooze is a whole different animal. What's Ivan Ooze? Ivan Ooze is like, he uh, controls Ooze. Uh, Ivan Ooze. Yes. I it, thought Ivan Ooze was one word. Oh, no, not Ivan Ooze. It's that's what Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze, he controls Ooze, and it's bad. Uh, and like that's all I really remember about it, except that they do a lot more like live action sequences outside which never happens really on the show because probably because it was because a of higher budget. budget yeah and and now in the movie did they steal from the japanese mo- movie or was this all original shit that's a good question it's been i'm going to have to rewatch i've news yeah i've news i've i have to watch i5 news the, yeah. the news channel i watch oh you watch i5 news i watch i5 news nice on your phone on my phone nice yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's high five. Now, did you did you ever have uh, what was your most fandom moment of, uh, or do you have, remember any fandom moments of uh, of your Power Ranger fandom? I mean, I remember like the Christmas when all the Power Ranger toys came out. It was like my I remember my mom telling stories about being in the store and people stealing toys from each other's like mom stealing toys from each Ugh. other's carts. And she was just like, you're getting one toy and that's going to be it. You know, like, this is crazy. That was a disgusting time. Yeah. That was like, that, that happened every year for like 10 years. T- tickle me elbow. Tickle me elbow. Was like, <laughs> tickle me elbow. Yeah. Tickle me elmo. It's um, just a little Irish man. Yeah. Uh, that tickle me elmo. And then, of course, the movie that captured it all, Jingle All the Way. Ugh, we all had that Jingle All the Way toy, but. Yep. I actually just, this is awful. I was just watching. Uh, Pawn Stars the other day. <laughs> I've seen that. Show. And uh, there was a guy who was trying to sell a Jingle All the Way action figure, the big like thing that's in the movie. Ooh. Um, but it's worth um, very little because it's just a, a toy that was for a movie that was like whatever, you know. I would pay a lot for that. They just they made a ton of them though. I'd pay a lot. You would. Mm-hmm. You should call the guy. You should call up Chumley and see if you can get in contact with that guy. Chumley, um, you ever watch Pawn Stars? Of course, I've even watched it on this podcast. Oh yeah, um, oh that's right. It was uh, an episode that involved James Bond, and the guest was Matt Myra on this podcast. But uh, what my friend Matt mentioned, who I watch it with, is that now Chumley is basically a millionaire, and yes. his Instagram is just him, like with hot women in cars. Yeah, he and, also and, eats kale now, and like is a lot thinner. But on the show, he's just like a dumb idiot who needs to make so they, money. They have the, the setups get worse and worse on that show. With like, like Chumley, did you put fried chicken in the toaster again? Like yep. things like that. It's like, ooh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, perfect television good, good for them good, good for, for them, them. They, for it's them. all they it's great it's great life is great things are awesome everything's good everyone's happy and everyone's glad now which toy did your mom get you red ranger and it was it morphs uh the head so you push like a button and or you like i don't know if you do it manually but the head just is like on a little axis so there's two heads right and you flip it out and it can either be him with his helmet on or without his helmet that's on. not bad you think you just get the helmet and put that on as an attachment though right no, because kids will lose that or eat it. Right. That's dangerous for This kids. was more... You're right. That is why. Yeah. I'm in a part of a lot of um, parent uh, groups that 
uh, daddy blogs, mommy daddy blogs. blogs, mommy blogs. Yeah, they talk about that a lot. They talk about a lot about a lot about little like parts and little things. helmets, little yeah. helmets and kids. Uh, yeah. Littlehelmet.blogspot.com is one of the daddy mommy blogs I'm on. Oh, nice. Littlehelmet.blogspot.com. Yeah. Littlehelmet. But they spell helmet wrong. Oh, H E L M U T. Yep. Helmet. Yeah. And blogspot is spelled right. Good. Com. Yep. Okay. Good. Um, Check it out. But that's why your toy was uh, safer. That's good to know. Yeah, I haven't thought too much about the mechanics of toy making, um, and I, I'm a fool for that. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Have, did you ever have a Power Rangers party? I feel like that's like a birth, uh, like a birthday party is sort of a because mm, I guarantee that all it would take to do that is that they just sold tons of plates and napkins. That's I like, think that's mostly what it is. Yeah. It's like you would get plates and napkins that had Power Rangers on it. And, and go then, to Grand Slam and still play video games. And maybe get a cake that says like Power Rangers on it. I was I never had that. Because I, I was also... I didn't... There would always be like one or two kids who did things like that. They had theme right. parties. But my thing was just like my parents will do whatever the cheapest version of a party is mm-hmm. to at least say they did the party because they had no money. Uh, so we would just do like go to a pool club and it would be something like that. A pool club? You know, go to a pool club. It's a pool club. So, okay, in <laughs> Central Jersey, there are things called pool clubs. You either have, like, the community pool or you have the pool club, which okay. costs, like, your family, like, 300 bucks for the whole summer for usage every day. If you oh, want. that sounds nice. But it, it's also really hilariously crappy because they don't uh, keep it upkeep well or anything like that. Uh, so everyone who had summer birthdays would have parties at the Willow Swim Club if their family were cool enough to be members. Right. My family was. Pool club, more like cool club. That's what we used to, No one said it, but it was implied. We oh. once had a birthday party at uh, uh, SUNY Purchase and where you'd play basketball and dodgeball, <laughs> and I had a California raisins cake. A California raisins cake? Do you remember California raisins? Oh, yeah, raisins? I remember that. that was, was maybe The a... cake did not have raisins in it, though, which is okay. sort of the That's irony. Good. That's good, though. We could have just been like an Irish soda bread for a California raisins cake. Just filled with raisins. Yeah. That would be imagine. That would be really sad if a kid was like, "I want a California raisin cake," but the parents were so not with it in terms of pop <laughs> culture. They're like, "Oh, sure," and they bought a bunch of California raisins and they made a cake. Oh, that would be the worst cake. Just like a, a, instead of icing, it had a layer of raisins on top of Ugh. it. I mean, someone would like that. I mean, I'm into figs right now. If you give me a yeah. fig cake, I'd be into it. Raisins not too far away. Yeah, are you a fig fan? Yeah, figs are fine. Figs are fun. Things are fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just think they're fine, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, now, you've watched this episode of the show, Day of the Dumpster. How many times do you think you've seen this? Um, probably this is my fifth or sixth time. And every time, do you did you see something new this time that you hadn't seen before? Um, it caught my eye just how long and boring the setup of it is at times. Um, the first 10 minutes is all at like the youth center. After the uh, re- revelation that Rita Repulsa uh, was released from her dumpster, right? Um, there's these long sequences where they just like practice karate, and that's it. Yeah, like really long, and then they'll just be like a guitar riff while someone makes a move. <laughs> yeah, and it's like do 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 do. Like whenever Zach does something, they just add that little like sort of synthesized hip hop beat. Yes, what I noticed that jumped out at me was that. Kimberly? Yeah. Oof. Was super annoying because they were like, she's going to be like the California girl. Yeah, so she'll just keep talking about the mall. But she, all she would say is, is she would add the word like to what she was saying, mm-hmm. which was huge. Yeah, big. And she used the term not. Yeah. To, to great effect. To great effect. It basically short-circuited Alpha 5. Saying not, he didn't understand teenage humor. She was like, I don't think I'm going to be into this, guys. I'm out. Not. Yeah, not was great because it allowed you to be a liar whenever you chose uh, and to make people assume, this is what I'm saying, I disagree with you. And you say not. You say not and you clear the air and it's like... It's very um, funny. No, I'm kidding. I'm a regular person. I'm not a freaking weirdo. Um, but uh, Alpha 5 does not. Alpha 5 doesn't compute humor. Now, Zordon is confusing to me. Is there I think an arc, Zordon is, is there a pedophile. Is to the world you, you think is a pedophile? I think Zordon is a straight-up pedophile. He has some kind of database of, of teenagers. Right. On, like, that he just also got those exact five teenagers. Or Alpha 5 is the weirdo keeping tabs on teenagers. I don't know. Right. But somebody has a sinister subplot that we don't know about. Like, where's, where's Zordon's body? He's not just a head, is he? 
Or is it just that we only see his head? He also, I don't know if anybody else, maybe I might be the first person to ever mention this. But his head sort of looks like Bulk's face, doesn't he? Have yeah, a it's face an absurdly Bulk? large head. Uh, it is a similar face to Bulk. So that, to me, was a little con- bit confusing. It's definitely someone else. They show in the credits it's some other person. Now, did Zordon have a arc in the series? Like, do we find out more about his I know Zordon? he dies eventually. <gasps> Big time spoiler. Whoa. Yeah. I read about it when I was like doing my own research on Power Rangers a while back, um, just for myself. And... Um, there's something like he releases his energy into the world to like stop a major threat, but it seems unnecessary because Power Rangers can solve everything. Does he guide them in any way in the future in, in other stuff or what's his job? I think his job is mostly to sound like a person who's speaking uh, while drinking a glass of water, like right. a ventriloquist mm-hmm. and just to like comment on like, no, you have to do this. Power yeah, because Rangers. they have the, pa- they have the, he has power. no power over them. He, they just are immediately like, okay, Zoran, we trust you, but like he's this creep in a like fucking tube. Splinter too. in the Ninja Turtles gives them guidance and he yeah. sort of teaches them. And I know. don't think he gives them any guidance. I'm sorry, man. I'm not into Zordon. No, Zordon's no good. I'm, I'm into I'm, Zords. Zords is so cool. I'm so glad he let them use the Zords because Zords are so sick. Zords like, are sick. Uh, Zordon is sick. Sick. Yeah. Potentially a pedophile. Poten- like almost confirmed at this point. If you had to come up with a drinking game for uh, uh, Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you drink every time something specific happens. Where would be some good places you think we would drink? Uh, every time the bulk falls down. Yes. Um, every time there's a sound effect to a facial movement of uh, uh, bulker skulls. Yeah. Every time a guitar riff accompanies any kind of movement. Mm-hmm. Um. Anytime you're aware that you're confused because uh, the dubbing over Rita Repulsa is it's almost is, English it sometimes seems because she, she's Japanese, I guess. And well, I'm convinced but, but they didn't you, translate it. I'm convinced because there's that thing that's what they call versioning. Okay, right? like they do that like Dragon Ball Z too, where it's like maybe they're changing the story a little bit right, because right, it's yes, not total. Yes. The way they cut it up is different. Yep. So like I think what they're almost doing is like creating lines that look like they could almost match right. her mouth. So anytime you notice that, you should it's just drink. bad lip dub of Rita Repulsa, basically. Yeah, it's really annoying. And I'd say anytime you're like, is that racist? That's yeah, racist. definitely. That's There's a lot of that. Anytime um, smoke is created from nothing, right? Uh, which is many times. And what would you drink? What would be the perfect Power Ranger? Uh, Accompaniment? Um I would say aftershock. Okay, I don't know what that is. It's like a red or a blue, crummy, like cinnamon uh, alcohol. Okay, that sounds because it's like neon colored, right? Like them. Um, but no, I wouldn't really want to drink. Is that, that a? You would also. Die. Is that a something that you'd order a cocktail, or is that a? Cum- I only know it from college because one time in college I played uh, alcohol chess where all the. The pieces were shot glasses. Oh my god! And then we all, yeah, I mean, we all just like blacked out. It's it the bad. nerdiest way to get trashed. It's really bad. So you have different liquors for each. Chest oh my piece. god, that's genius and terrible. It's very awful. I don't recommend anyone that's do really it. Bad. But we should all do it. Um, before we call it quits and never see mm-hmm. each other again. Yeah, forever gone. Um, you've already welcomed us back into the world of the Power Rangers. But is there any other uh, piece of media or? book or tv show movie anything that you'd like to recommend to the audience hmm, what would i recommend i mean i recommend watching all 20 episodes 20 seasons of power rangers although i never will right um what else i mean i used to i mean i was super into pokemon also pokemon um so i'm not really recommending anything daring i mean i like i'm if it's if related to this it doesn't have to be i'm a huge fan of uh Isaac Asimov's Foundation series. Okay. Uh, very sci-fi. Has like odd religious elements that I'm really into. Uh, beca- I Just like the way that science becomes religion in the, fi- the books is really cool. Uh, and also just interesting. Yeah, I'm into sci-fi. I don't read it as much anymore. Isaac though. Asimov's. And also Arthur C. Clarke. What about Philip K. Dick? Yeah, I mean, Phil K. Dick's great. I just never got as into it. I was like a real nerd when I was into sci-fi. 
So I really liked all that stuff that was almost like hyper technical. So I loved Star Trek The Next Generation. Gotcha. TNG. Uh, big time. And I'm going to recommend, I don't know if I've recommended this, I've been into the Americans. I'm yeah. all caught up on the Americans right now, which is on it. FX. It's really good. It's it's. I like it. I'm into it, guys. Kerry Russell, something, first name Reese is his last name. I forget. It's Matthew Reese? I don't I know. know. But it's uh, 1980s uh, spies, Russian spies in America. Check it out. Um, thanks so much, James. Is there anything else you want to uh, uh, um, uh, plug before we uh, morph out uh, of this? Yeah, I got a web series coming out this summer called Space Drifters. Uh, we built a whole spaceship set and then oh filmed my God. on it for a week, a while ago. Wow. It's finally coming out, so it'll be out this summer. Space Drifters. Yeah. Check it out. Keep it on the lookout for it. Thanks you, thanks you, James. Thanks you uh, for um, coming here, um, speaking all these words to me. You're welcome. And, I mean words. <laughs> Thank you so much, James. We'll see you real soon. See ya. I'd like to thank my guest James Dwyer for stopping by, zording out with me with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and it's good that we got to the bottom of the beginning of the Morph... Uh, uh, morph... Revolution, I guess you can call it, because aren't we just surrounded by morphs all the time now? Uh, you morph, I morph, we morph. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Check back next week. We're going to have another good show where we watch a TV show. I think by now you get the gist of what this podcast is. If you're a fan, like on Facebook. Again, review on iTunes and tell a friend. Just be a friend. Be a good friend and pass on a podcast. Uh, have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos. <laughs>